Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the House of Abraham. I'm your host, Andrew Nelly. This is episode 18. Well, we have quite a few headlines on this new episode 18. As a uh, well, you know what happens. I get behind on episodes, unfortunately. It's been a long, long, busy week and a half, folks. So, I apologize. Some of these headlines are pretty old. They're not super old, but in today's fast-paced news headline commentary, if you're not immediately reporting on something as soon as it happens, then it might as well be ancient, right? So again, I apologize for that. I do the best that I can here on the show. So we're going to jump into a couple of these headlines, and then we're just going to move through them like a hot knife through butter. First headline up, right out of the gates. The attackers of Juicy Smollett were caught. Thank God they caught the attackers. His attackers went on trial last week and were found guilty on five of six charges. What kind of world are we living in where a gay black man can't walk down the streets of super liberal blue state Chicago at 3 a.m. in the dead of winter to get a Subway sandwich without being accosted by giant MAGA hat-wearing Nigerian bodybuilders. What has this country come to, folks? So we'll come back to that one here in a minute. (laughs) California announces that it is doubling down on its far-leftist agenda, promising that if Roe Wade is overturned, the state will open the floodgates to would-be abortion seekers, stating California will seek out abortionists and offer to pay them to perform the procedure, pay for their flights, medical expenses, room and board, etc., etc. Next topic we're going to jump into here in a minute is what I call the great COVID catch-all. I have been many places lately doing some last-minute Christmas shopping with my wife, and I've just been noticing a trend that I'm sure is probably not lost on all of you either. There seems to be no longer any good public services, and we'll jump into that topic as well. All right, so back to the top. Juicy Smollett, my man, my homie, my dude. He is none of those things. I would never count that obnoxious subhuman being as any friend of mine. So again, Juicy Smollett, it would appear the juice is in fact not loose. After all of his self-flagellating, B-level acting, Juicy, I'm kicking my own ass, do you mind? Smollett, 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 was found guilty on five of six charges leveled against him, all of which carried a at least three-year prison sentence. Every time I hear a little bit more about this story, I am reminded of the late 90s movie Jim Carrey's Liar Liar, the scene in which Jim Carrey is in the courtroom bathroom having a kind of a moment with himself where he's realizing that he can't tell lies, so he's trying to force lies out of his own mouth so he can continue to be a lawyer and do what lawyers do, which is lie. 
And of course, at one point in time, someone enters into the courtroom bathroom and sees him smashing his own head into the toilet seat, to which they look at him and say, what the hell are you doing? And Jim Carrey says, I'm kicking my ass, do you mind? Every time I remember that movie scene, I think of Juicy and him paying Nigerian bodybuilders. I think they were Nigerian. If I have that incorrect, I do apologize. They were large, large black men from Africa. Not of the United States. These are actual African men from the country, the continent of Africa with names uh, that I'm not even going to bother to try to pronounce because I will probably butcher them and I'll have to apologize for that. So, (sighs) I'm kicking my own ass. Do you mind? It's so good. Every time. I love that movie. Excellent movie. All right. So, immediately upon the announcement that Juice had, in fact, been found guilty on five of six charges in a court of law, immediately the leftist sacred cows took to the airways and attempted to unring this embarrassing blue bell of shenanigans. Even the president and his cabinet got in on the commentary. I believe Biden's administration, I think they said something to the tune of... This is the equivalent of a modern-day lynching. Whoa. Wow. That's a little extreme, right? Like, this is the equivalent of a modern-day lynching. That's some seriously strong language, folks. (laughs) Anyway, the communist organization, better known as BLM, made a statement saying, We must never believe cops insinuating that Juicy was framed by the extremely left-leaning Chicago Police Department for assault and battery of himself. All this to say, it's likely Juicy will see no jail time for this absurd act, and most likely he will eventually have his own reality TV show, book, movie, and he'll probably appear on multiple podcasts, wherein he'll tell his harrowing, heroic tale to a captive audience over and over and over again for staging a hate crime on himself, lying on the stand, perjury, costing his city millions of dollars in court and lawyer fees, and worsening racial tensions in our already divided country, Juicy most likely will get away with this scot-free and live a long, rich, prosperous life. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is really what the American dream is all about, unfortunately. Are we ashamed collectively of Mr. Juicy? Or do we emulate him? Do we adore him? Do we adore him and his brazen stupidity? Are we celebrators of ignorance and foulness? Is this who we are as a people, as a society? Certainly it would seem that way. So next topic, California again announces it is doubling down on its leftist agenda, promising that if Roe versus Wade is overturned, the state will open the floodgates for would-be abortion seekers. So the way I said this was some states are trying to close the highway to abortion. California is putting in an HOV express lane. 
I have never loved the state of California. The state is beautiful. The people are not. The people have run so far to the left that they are in now what I call and what somebody else referred to as self-parody. A fellow podcaster came up with that. I thought that was brilliant. The way I think about this scenario taking place is I imagine California is the Titanic. Instead of a peppy string band bravely playing as the ship sinks down to Davy Jones's locker, instead we hear Red Hot Chili Peppers playing Dream of Californication. <laughs> as the state flips end over end and bobs in the water like a water bottle. Other states pull up alongside the sinking California ship and offer assistance. A lifeline. Lifeboats. But the Californians want nothing of it. They enjoy their awful predicament. They voted for it. They, de- they desire this eventuality. So we all just stand on our rescue boats, sadly looking on, helplessly as California sinks into oblivion, refusing to see the error of their own ways, refusing help, swimming in their own demise and fate. Rest in peace, California. Many analysts and experts believe that if Roe versus Wade is overturned, the country will actually split. Not figuratively, but literally. Actually split. Now, when we say literally split, that makes it sound like there's going to be some massive earthquake and the country literally, will, a fault line will create a giant actual physical divide between us. Now, barring an act of God, which could actually happen, If God gets upset with us enough, he could actually quite literally split the country in half. He has the power to do that. Um, And at this point, it wouldn't really surprise me if that did take place. But barring an act of God in the actual land splitting, when we say an actual split, what we mean is people just saying, Oh, well, I don't identify with this state's politics anymore, so I am leaving. So people who want abortions and want to kill babies will pack up their homes in Texas and Tennessee and Georgia and they'll move to beautiful damned California and vice versa for the Republicans so an actual literal split not figuratively speaking a literal divide will occur and we are but on the razor's edge God help us all Next topic, so, the great COVID catch-all. As I said at the top of the show, I have been everywhere lately doing some last-minute Christmas shopping with my wife, and I have noticed a trend that I'm sure is probably not lost on all of you either. There is no longer what I call good public services. Growing up in the 80s and 90s, I recall public areas like parks, shopping malls, Just regular malls, strip malls, anywhere where people gathered for social events, commerce, shopping, entertainment, whatever it is, there would be creature comforts for the masses. Bathrooms, trash cans, trash cans everywhere, changing rooms, multiple cash registers, greeters, welcoming sights and sounds, benches and chairs for sitting. I've noticed lately, that's all gone. In every shopping location we visited yesterday, the benches were gone. The public trash cans, gone. You want to try that shirt on? Tough. Changing rooms are closed due to quote-unquote employee shortages and staffing issues. So sorry, just another victim of COVID, right? COVID, the COVID variant. 
Sorry, it's COVID's fault. You know. Public space hospitality is gone. Gone. Will it ever return? Who's to say? I was tired from walking all over creation yesterday. I just wanted to sit down for five minutes and rest my feet while my wife shopped. There was nowhere to sit down. At one point, I had some gum in my pocket that I was old and I just wanted to toss it. I couldn't find a trash can anywhere. I found a shirt that I liked. I wanted to try it on. Nope. Sorry, dude. No changing rooms. Who are we, folks? I'm really asking here. What is this? Am I in some weird alternative reality? Alternate reality? What is going on here? What is this new, awful, bland, inhospitable version that we have created for ourselves? You can't rest. No sitting. You're not welcome here. Basically, you're told, shut your mouth. Give us $175 for a t-shirt that poor some poor Indian kid made in a sweatshop in Calcutta while his family gets six cents and lives in a shack in the back of the store. You know, we... We're, we're just treated like like we don't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Cold. Uninviting. Lacking in customer service. No love. No grace. Who are we, people? I want you to truly contemplate this question. Are you happy with what you see out there in the world? Does what you see and experience fill you with joy and love and grace. So those are some of our topics from today. I know I kind of flew right through them. I noticed we're just barely at the 14-minute mark. (laughs) When I get to talking, it's nearly impossible for me to stop. So again, just the things I'm noticing out in culture and society, public spaces, it's just, it's been removed of hospitality and love and and welcoming attitudes and and saying, you know, hey, come into our store. You know, there was a time where being a shopkeeper or a shop owner was something that you desired to be because you wanted people to come into your store. You wanted people to feel welcome. Welcome. If you watch old movies from the, the 1920s and 30s or old movies depicting times in the 1800s, shopkeepers were adamant about you coming into their shop they were excited every customer that came in was an opportunity to do the thing that you wanted to do the reason why you have a shop the reason why you're a shop owner you desire customers you want your customers to feel welcome when they walk in you want to smile and say hello how are you welcome into my store what can i do for you today i'm going to say that again What can I do for you today, sir or madam? Now, you walk into stores and you're meeting with dirty looks and the stink eye. Why are you in here? What do you want? Take your stupid $400 shirt that was made for six cents and get out. It's like, what is this? What is going on here? Aren't you supposed to be selling me something that I don't need? And so your job is to convince me that I need this $200 shirt that was made for six cents. And you're not even bothering to do that anymore. 
you're acting like you're doing me a favor selling me some ridiculously expensive shirt that's not worth anywhere close to what you're charging for it. Not only are you acting like I'm a nuisance for coming into your store, but you're not providing any public social services at all. No trash cans, no bathroom, no changing room, no place to sit down for a minute and rest. This is who we are. This is what we have become. Again, cold, dark, angry, sin-filled, lacking in grace and love for our fellow man and woman. And you can see it everywhere. For those of you out there listening to this podcast, you might be saying, well, that's probably just where you are, Andrew. No, 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 no. My wife and I are avid travelers. We go everywhere. And I do mean everywhere. If you go and look at our Facebook page, her Facebook page, it's just all the places we've been together. And it's a lot. We've been all over this country. Every city, every state, every little small city, every big city, shopping area, tourist area, you name it. So I'm, I know what I'm, what I'm talking about here. I know what I'm seeing, what I'm experiencing, what I'm observing. It's true and it's real, folks. If you don't believe me, get out and go see it for yourself. If it hasn't arrived where you are yet, be thankful of that, but it's probably coming soon. Lack of public services. This is where we are. Again, I hope for the best. I hope things get better. I pray that things get better. Let's all hope and pray together. Thank you all so much for joining me on this new episode of the House of Abraham. I truly enjoyed bringing this to you today. Uh, I love making and, and creating this content for you. Uh, obviously, as a news commentator, the content is already created for me. But of course, we here on the show give our own interpretation and spin. At the end of every show, I like to remind everybody that these views expressed on this show are only held by myself and no one else. I don't have some uh, brother or sister conglomerate that I work for. Uh, this is not uh, Fox News or Fox News affiliate. I am just here by myself doing this show. Uh, in, in no way, shape, or form are these views or you know thoughts expressed or held by anybody else that I affiliate with. Again, you know I don't carry this show into anything else that I do. This show is strictly the viewpoints of me, Andrew Nelly, and no one else. So just want to get that little disclaimer out. Also, we always say at the end of the show, we love and respect all people of different political beliefs. Just because you're a Democrat and liberal doesn't mean that I dislike you or I hate you. In fact, I pray for you and I love you and I want the best things for you and your family and everyone else in this country. We respect our president. We respect President Biden. And whether we agree with him or we disagree with him, he is in fact our president and we must have respect for that. So I just want to make that clear as well. We say things and we talk about things on this show, but at the end of the day, just because I'm a Republican and a conservative and someone else is not, doesn't mean that I hate them or disrespect them or their beliefs or values. Please go forth and love each other, respect each other, pray for one another, pray for our country, pray that we can cure this massive divide and division that we find ourselves in. Thank you all so much again for joining me on this episode. 
and I hope all of you have a merry, merry Christmas and holiday season. Thank you.